name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. So, it's been a difficult week, a good week, a holy week, a blessed week. <clears throat> we sent one of our prodigal sons home. His father would admit he was a prodigal. Um, but he spent time in the far country chasing other prodigals. That was his life, a beautiful life. And I think we need to celebrate that part of it uh, and, and with the joy that he brought to so many people by being able to be with them uh, in their troubles, in their struggles, uh, to be able to go to the far country, even to the pig pen, and to, and to help people and to lift them up and to move them forward in their lives. And we pray today that God will grant a, the royal robe upon him, that he will put that ring of inheritance on his finger, allow him to walk on the streets of paradise with uh, holy sandals. He loves sandals, by the way. That's all he wore was sandals. <laughs> so our prayers are with you, my dear brother, and with the family. <clears throat> So today, the uh, <clears throat> prodigal son, um, we see this great battle between the flesh and the spirit. St. Tikhon of Zadansk says there's two births. First is the birth in the flesh. We're given a fallen nature. Good, but it's fallen and sick. The second is born anew in Christ, a spiritual birth. And we see this great battle that accompanies us every day. Which, which, do we, which do we follow, the flesh or the spirit? In our thoughts, what do we follow? In our deeds, what do we follow? In our words, what do we follow? The flesh or the spirit? So this is the continued battle that we, that we fight, and we fight this all the time. We see this kind of played out in these three characters in this parable. We see the spiritual denied and the falling into the fleshly appetites by the prodigal son. He denies selflessness, humility, faith, and hope in God. And he falls to his flesh in pride, in gratitude, high-mindedness, and opposition to God's love. He just takes his inheritance and leaves. Can this be us at times where we just take the gifts God's given to us and just throw them out into the world without any sense of the kingdom, without any sense of attachment to Christ or thanksgiving to God? He takes the... He leaves the purity, chastity, and sobriety of the spirit and he falls to the fleshly lust of love for the world, lust of the flesh, and impurity. He lives life in the world, in the far country. He heeds its calls and he falls to its temptations because he has followed the appetites of the flesh and denied the spirit. He continues on this journey, fleeing the spiritual simple-mindedness, truth, and the love of God and falls to falsehood, cunning, drunkenness, the spirit of death and hopelessness. He squanders everything. He lives in the pig pen. 
And sometimes we, and it's very important that we don't see this as okay. Like it's just what happens to us. It's not okay. Remember Father Hopko said, you know, people write books on how to survive in the pig pen. Ten ways to survive in the pig pen. It's not our normal place. We should deny this completely. This is not us. We do not live here. It's not about coping for us. God says we are more than conquerors. We flee this idea that it's okay to be living in this world, in the slop of the world. It's not okay. And so he comes to his right mind in this beautiful way, and he comes back to his father saying, I do not deserve to be your son. Just make me a servant. And the beautiful piece of this is his father runs out to greet him and kisses him on the neck, gives him a robe of glory to bring him back into the family, puts a ring of his inheritance back on his finger, puts sandals on his feet so he might walk in the ways of righteousness. In this repentance, he came back to the spiritual life. So important for us to see that this war between flesh and spirit, it goes on too among, with the older brother. The older brother flees mercy, love of generosity and compassion, helping others, helping his neighbor, meekness, and the love of God and man. And he falls to miserliness, miserliness, greed, merciliness, care for oneself, anger, and malice. The thought of his brother getting something he didn't get. He left the spiritual life and fell to the, the, the life of the flesh. But the Father gives us this beautiful picture of living according to the Spirit all during this parable. He fled to temptation, to anger, disdain, hopelessness, and despair. And he lived in the spirit of patience, long-suffering, and love, awaiting the return of his Son. And what did he receive? Joy. He received joy. So these battles, beloved, this flesh and the spirit. There's an old uh, saying among some of the Indian tribes that each of us has two wolves. A good wolf and a bad wolf. And the one of the young children asked his, his sagey father, which one wins? He says, the one you feed the most. Beloved, feed the spirit. Don't feed, starve the flesh. Flee, feed the spirit. This is such a powerful thing. And we know this war. This war fights all the time with us. We can, we can put to death the flesh and live in the spirit. Feed it. Pray. Read holy books. Come to church. Take communion. Go to confession. There's so many things we've been given to feed the spirit. Feed it. Feed it. We're coming to an incredible season, Holy Lent, where you're, 
You can feast, the Spirit can feast in the Lenten season. And we, we even begin by denying the flesh and, and the appetites, the fleshly appetites right away. So I'd encourage you to look at this as such a, a, an important piece in our spiritual journey. How do I feed the Spirit? How do I put to death the flesh? So this should be our work. So let me end with these beautiful words of St. Tikhon of Zadansk. So we see what are the fruits of the fleshly birth and those of the spiritual. Holy Scripture, when it commands us to keep away from sin, commands us to keep away from the fruits of the old and fleshly birth. But when it teaches us to do good, it teaches us to show the fruits of the new birth. Turn away from evil. Do good. Let everyone that names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. And he continues. Beloved Christians, glory be to God. We are born again and renewed by holy baptism. Let us consider whether we show the fruits of the new birth and whether we live as the new birth requires. For birth is not something dead, but living. It must therefore show fruits in conformity with itself. Let us also therefore show fruits of our new birth, so we may hear those beautiful words, well done, good and faithful servant. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.